everyone, and welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. How's it going, Emma? It's going so good. I feel good. like we just did this. Uh, we kind of did, because we did uh, literally just finish recording our uh, bonus episode about yeah. The Bachelorette, which we're yeah. going to be watching <laughs> all dang season. All dang season. Hold on to your butts and your roses? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'll be a fun time. That's appropriate. But none Uh, of that for today. No. Today is all about Bare Naked Ladies. Whoop, whoop. The band. (laughs) Not the people. Just had to specify, you know? Yes. Before we get started, since this is a music episode, I wanted to shout out a really great local band that I went and saw this weekend. Aw. Local to Nanaimo. Yeah. Small town. Uh, yeah, I went to an album release party with our friend Mandy on Saturday mm-hmm. to the band Mr. Goshness, which um, our friend and her husband and then some other musicians are part of. And they did such a good job. It was their second album that they were having this party for. And um, let me just find the album name so that I can know what I'm talking about. It's got the word blue in it. It do. Uh, But they were really good. The show was amazing. And they crushed it. And I'm so proud of them because I know that they've been working on this album for like literally years. They've had a kid in that time. Four years. Yeah. They have a child now, so, like, I'm sure that probably put things on the back burner big time. But, yeah, it's here, and I've heard some of the singles off of it, and it's great. Yeah, it's called Beyond the Blue, and if you guys are into, like, alternative rock that's also pretty catchy, you should check it out on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. It's all there. It's all there. Yay! I Good job, friends. I'm sad that I, I'm sad that I wasn't there, but yeah. What can you do? It's all right. I'll be listening to their album. Yes. It it was really good. I enjoyed I'm it. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. Good job, guys. Yay! Yay! Okay, Canadian bands. Wait, we still can't talk about it yet. Emma, <laughs> Danica, what are you drinking? You'll never guess what I'm drinking. I bet I can. What is it? Water. No. Tea. No. Iced tea. No. I give up. Can I just tell you? Yeah. I said I give up. Okay. Uh, And I never thought that I would drink this either, but I- Five hour energy. (laughs) That's got to be great for the baby. Uh, yeah, you know, it just wasn't moving a lot today, so I thought I'd give it a little boost. <laughs> now it's just somersaulting. Uh, no, I'm actually having a non-alcoholic beer. Ooh, what kind? Is it an O'Doul's? No, those things are trash and taste terrible. All right. <laughs> um, and I only remember those because my dad used to drink those a lot, mm-hmm. and I just remember it tasting like barley like tastes it like grain yeah it is very green <laughs> uh no i'm actually having a non-alcoholic heineken oh what and it actually tastes like a heineken and it's fine that's awesome yeah so i'm pretty happy right now hot damn i feel like i can be part of the club again <laughs> yeah you can be Aw, welcome back. We missed you. Thank you. I was, like, listening to our Coraline episode the other day, and I was just, like, hearing you, listening to you talk about your beer, and I was just like, gosh dang it. It used to be so much more interesting to do the what are you drinking when it wasn't just water or tea every week. I know, but, like, I'm guilty of that, too, because I just am lazy and don't go to the liquor store very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just like tea and water. Get off my back. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, must granted, live we do vicariously have a lot. through you. You're right. I'm. I'm. I am also drinking for two. <laughs> Me and you. 
That was my favorite thing to say, um, like, shortly after I was telling people that I was pregnant, because you always hear the phrase, eating for two. And I would (laughs) just be like, yeah, drinking for two now. And they're like, oh, yeah. Hey, wait a second. (laughs) Wait, what? Like, gotcha. (laughs) Gotta stay hydrated when you're building a baby. Building. I don't, I don't, I totally know how bodies work. (laughs) Building a baby. I mean, you kind of are. It's like build a bear in there. Kind of. Oh, great. Okay, moving on. Danica. Ask me what I'm tr- hey, Emma. What are you drinking? I'm drinking kombucha. What? Kombucha. How are you trying to be a boozy bitch? No, I like it. <laughs> it's good. I've been drinking kombucha. I live in Vancouver, okay? You can't live in Vancouver and not drink kombucha. It's okay. It's I got everywhere. into kombucha for a while, too. I really like it. Well, I don't like all of it. There, I've had a couple that are just, like, way too funky. And I've also had a couple that are way too sweet. Uh, and you got to find one that's just, like, right in the middle. This one is, like, borderline too sweet for me personally. But still got some funk, so I'm into it. What kind of flavor? Uh, blood orange. Ooh. Yeah. It's all right. I would – it was, you know, all that the little corner store by my house had. But I would maybe get it again. What is the weirdest flavor you've had? Um, a coworker bought, I don't know what brand it was. I don't even remember what flavor it was. It was just like a pretty generic, like green. It was just like green kombucha. Don't know what was in it. And uh, they didn't like it because it was too funky. And I was like, I like funky flavors. Like, I'll, I'll take it off your hands. And the aftertaste on it was like so gnarly. Oh, no. It just left the craziest, like, taste in your mouth, and you're just like, I, well, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Uh-uh. What about you? I don't know. I was just thinking. I don't know if I've, I've tried, like, super weird flavors, but I do remember I tried this one brand of kombucha that you can just buy. I had it in the States. I don't know if you can get it up here, but um, in the bottle, it had, like, chia seeds in it. Oh, I've seen those. So it was kind of, like, thick. I never got into chia seeds. And a little chewy. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember the first time I tried it, I was just like, oh, what is this? Uh, But then I was like, I don't know. The texture was good. (laughs) Oh, you liked the texture? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of, like, um, bubble tea, but Mm. smaller. That makes more sense. Yeah. Confession, I've never really liked bubble tea. That's okay. I'll get milk tea. I just won't get any boba in it. Oh, yeah. I love the boba. Can't do it. It's, like, fine, but I also just don't. It doesn't do it for me. It's like a little snack. I could just have chips. (laughs) I don't like it if, um, because sometimes it takes a while for me to drink my bubble tea, and I don't like drinking... Or, like, chewing the boba at the end because normally they get a little, like, hard because they get too cold or something like that. I don't nice. like that. Yum. So I have to, like, eat them quickly. <laughs> get a good jaw workout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What kind of kombucha do you think bare naked ladies drink? <laughs> um... There's got to be a joke here. Where is it? Where is the joke? Help me find one. (laughs) A million flavors. Like their ice cream. Like their Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah. Which is if I had a million flavors. Yeah. That one's good. I love that one. It is really good. But it does have literally everything in it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in the mood for that, it's too much. (laughs) That is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Bare Naked Ladies. Bare Naked Ladies. Piece a Canadian of... band. Yep. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> They're a Canadian rock band from Ontario. Uh, they formed in the late 80s and did their first, like, indie release in, uh, like, 1991. And they've been kind of part of the Canadian rock scene ever since. 
Yeah. They've never really gone away. They've been around for a long time. Absolutely. They have had some international success. They've gotten to, like, they've had some chart toppers in the States and in the UK. Um, But that was definitely, like, earlier on in their career, uh, like in the 90s. So people probably know the song One Week, which is crazy, crazy popular. You probably it, know. It is by far their most popular song. Yeah, it's been one week since you looked at me. Have you? Everybody knows that song. Have you seen? <laughs> so, like, Spotify lists the most popular songs for the bands. Yeah. Like the top five. Yeah. One week is obviously number one with ninety-four million listens. Oh God, I didn't notice it was that much further ahead. The next one down is "Pinch Me," which is also a great song, but it only has sixteen million listens. <laughs> 16 million versus 94, 94 million. million. <laughs> and Brian Wilson, which is like a, a crazy good song off their first full-length album, yeah, has 5.5 million. And that's yeah. number five on their top five. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, wild. Yeah. So that's probably their biggest hit, like, globally. Yes. But they have lots of other popular ones, like Brian Wilson, like If I Had a Million Dollars, like the old apartment, like it's all been done. Oh, I love that. Like one. the Big Bang Theory theme song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I feel like that's what most people would know them from now. From like the last ten years, Big Bang Theory's ending. Hey, finally. I know it's like about time. Do you want to know a fun fact? My granny loves that show. I'm happy for her. <laughs> Me too. I'm very happy for her. I have personally never gotten on board with it. I tried to watch a couple episodes, and it's so cringy. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes, like, years ago, because I remember, like, my mom was re- – my mom and my stepdad, they would watch it. Mm-hmm. So it would just be, like, on the PVR. Um, but I don't know. I just never cared enough to, like, follow along with the storyline. <laughs> Yeah, have you seen what's really funny are the edits uh, where they take out the laugh track. Yes. Oh. It's, like, painful to watch. Yeah. Uh, I've also seen them do that with friends. And it's also very, very cringy. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Friends, I think they, in the, like, earlier seasons for sure, they actually had some real genuine jokes. Yes. To have some legs on, but I don't think Big Bang Theory has any actual jokes in it. That's my hot take. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Okay. Moving Moving on. on. Back to what we're actually talking about. Um, Yeah, I don't really know what else to say. They have kind of constantly been around. They were um, inducted into the, like, Canadian rock hall of fame last year i don't know what it's called what was it called is it not called the canadian music hall of fame canadian music hall of fame exactly (laughs) i knew that it was like grander than just rock music canadian music hall of fame last year so good for that and yeah they're just like they're kind of a staple at this point they're no tragically hip but they are a canadian staple and they actually kind of do have a similar vibe to the Tragically, Tragically Hip for some of their songs. Yeah, I kind of feel that. Um, definitely not as much as, like, I don't know, Tragically Hip has, like, a strange sophistication about their songs that Bare Naked Ladies doesn't quite have. However, yes, they're, like, almost there. They're almost there. I think Bare Naked Ladies are funnier. Yes. They brand themselves as being more kind of like comedy related. They were really well known for their live shows because they would do a lot of like kind of improv banter in between songs and sometimes even during songs. And they would like do weird like raps. And uh, I don't know. They try to be like funny and kind of down to earth. They tend to not really like wax poetic with a ton of their lyrics they're pretty much just like i don't know being being just regular people 
singing songs. Yeah, and I think like a lot of them, like their weirder lyrics are just kind of weird to be weird, you know? Because it sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Like in Pinch Me, when it's they, they have a line that's like, blah, 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 under there. Yeah. There's a break and it says, I just made you say underwear. Exactly. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke, guys. You did it. Yeah. I did read that um, among their many achievements that they've had over their, like, very lengthy career, they um, released the first, or they had the first independently released tape to get to, like, platinum selling status. I read that as well, and I didn't know that, and that is very cool. Yeah, uh, that's pretty impressive. (laughs) Yeah. It was just called, like, The Yellow Tape. Yeah. And it... I I think it garnered some popularity because there was, like, not quite a scandal, but there was, like, uh, a thing in Toronto, and they were slated to play at Town Hall, and there was, like, a staff member of some political person who didn't like their name, and a couple other people. they didn't like? Yeah, I think they were just like, the name is offensive. The name Bare Naked Ladies is offensive, and we can't have them play. (laughs) Yeah, and then a couple other people were like, hey, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't have them play. And then they got taken um, off the show, whatever they were playing for. I don't remember what it was, but whatever event it was. And then enough, there was like enough backlash because of that, that people got interested in the band and interested in the tape. And yeah, everybody was just like, I want that tape. I need to listen to that tape and they just needed to keep it stocked in all the local music stores because it kept selling out i love that very cool fight the power hell yeah <laughs> uh, should we get into uh, our first impressions we should what do you remember about listening to bare naked ladies for the first time so it was kind of funny because when we started doing this topic I was like yes I can definitely have a second impression second impression on the bare naked ladies however I was like what is my first impression I don't really know and it was as I was listening to their music the second time around that I was like remembering what my first impression was Mm -hmm. so We've had that before, but I don't know. It's always just, like, really cool to me when I'm, like, I can't remember anything about my time listening to them. Because I honestly thought that my first impression was just going to be, like, I've heard them on the radio a lot. You know, they're just, like, ingrained in Canadian music. So their songs always play. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they were around, like, when we were born. Yeah. So they've just kind of always been around. Yeah, for our lives at least. Exactly. Um, How do you however, pinpoint that? <laughs> I do remember now that I actually went through like a phase in high school where I got really into their music and I would listen to it quite a lot. And Oh, cool. Um, I remember specific songs like I was just obsessed with like Pinch Me and It's All Been Done those ones were definitely my like top two favorites i strangely enough like i like one week but it's been it's fine it's not like my most it's not your favorite, favorite song. yeah <laughs> not For sure 94 million listens in my opinion <laughs> spread the love. i would argue that it's not their best song but it is like extremely catchy and, you know, you, they're, the lyrics are so fucking fast that you want to be like, what are they saying? Yes. And I think it's pretty iconic. They have some really insane just, like, lines in there, too, that mm-hmm. you, like, weren't hearing in other songs at the time. And, uh, you know, they have lines, like, you know, when you're listening to a song and you mishear the lyrics Mm -hmm. and um you're like oh that's not what they're saying but i don't know what they're actually saying uh it's like that except the lyrics that you think you mishear like those are the actual (laughs) lyrics yeah (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, I like, I really liked their music. It was just really, it's kind of like some nice, like mellow pop alt rock or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I had a great time listening to them in high school. I don't remember how old I was because as I've proven before, my high school memory is terrible. That's five years all rolled into one. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like, I haven't really listened to them much since then. For sure. Yeah. But they uh, haven't had, <laughs> looking at their Wikipedia page, um, they do have a section going through their history that is called Commercial Decline 2011 to Present, <laughs> which is kind of a bummer, but also... I was kind of, like, thinking of things that they had done in the last, you know, 10 years or whatever, and I wasn't thinking of much. It was as I was re-reading about them that I was like, oh, yeah, they did this, and oh, yeah, they did that, and all these other things, but it was like, I don't know. I couldn't think of, like, singles that they had put out, really. Yep. More like, (laughs) yeah, it was just kind of more like things that they had done that were newsworthy, but not... Yes. Music. Yeah. Not yeah. music related. But yeah, that was kind of a kind of a bummer when your band gets a commercial decline section. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's not great. It's not great. Um yeah, I was trying to think of the first experience that I had had with them, and I don't think that there really is one. I was at my parents' house, um, fairly recently and all my old cds are there and i was going through that for fun and uh there was a bare naked ladies cd in there uh born on a pirate ship i think that one was my sister's because i inherited a lot of her cds and i think that because she was like older than me she was like i don't know listening to actual music when they were putting out a lot of records Right. They've stopped putting out records. They've literally never stopped putting out records. Um, But she was, like, part of their demographic, and she would have absolutely been buying their music. And I would have just been listening to it because I was a little kid. So I can definitely think of times when I've heard them on the radio. And I can definitely think of, like, times when you're at a party or karaoke or something and somebody puts on if i had a million dollars oh yeah and every single person knows all of the lyrics yep <laughs> and uh, i have never known all of the lyrics to one week but i like that song <laughs> i feel and like i really like everyone. that it's i it's it's like it's not their best song but it is a very good song it's a yeah and I love that it also kind of, like, had a resurgence with the, like, meme culture that has kind of come out of the internet. Yes. <laughs> Our favorite. There is a vine that I love. And it's, like, you know, vines are six-second videos. It is five seconds of absolute silence, and it's just, like, looking at a cell phone. And then in the last half a second... Uh, the caller ID pops up because a phone call is coming in and it's a picture of Ben Affleck and it says, it's Ben. And it cuts (laughs) off. (laughs) That's amazing. It's perfection. I love it. It's so well done. And fucking everybody knows that song and everybody loves that song. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, I know I didn't think, I don't think that I went through a phase of like actively listening to them. They were just kind of always there, always a staple, kind of like the tragedy hit for me, actually, because mm-hmm. I've never gotten deep into their music, but everybody knows the hits. Yeah. And it was the exact same for Bare Naked Ladies. I know all of their hits, but I can't remember the last time that I, like, played an album of theirs all the way through. Yes. Uh, They're just good. I've always liked them, but I never, like, got deep into them. 
Yeah, I never really got that deep either. Like, my listening in high school just, like, barely scratched the surface of their very prolific discography. Yeah. Uh, Which was very overwhelming (laughs) when I went to go look at them this time around. (laughs) Yeah. Shall we get into our second impressions? I think so. These dudes. What the fuck? Okay, it is it is a wonderful thing. So something that I have learned about the Very Naked Ladies is that they like to offer albums of, like, almost all of their live shows. Yes. And no other band really does that. They'll do, no. like, a live album every few years or whatever. But literally, it's like if you went to a show, you can go on their website and you can buy an mp3 download of the show that you were at that's so cool but it means that on spotify when you're searching through their albums you gotta scroll through so many freaking albums like 50 albums (laughs) and 30 of them all have the same uh little like cover and title because i was on my phone and it was getting cut off and i was just like is this a glitch but no it's just all different Recordings of different live shows. Yeah. Um, even so, I was going to, you know, pick a couple of albums to listen to because that's what I've done in the past for these, like, mm-hmm. music things. Um, but I was just, like, so overwhelmed by the choices of even their albums forgetting all of those live ones that I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I'll just go to this playlist that was called, like, This is Bare Naked Ladies. I listened to that, too. And holy fuck, there were so many songs on that. I yeah. think I got through half of it. Yeah, me too. Before I was BNL'd out. But, uh, yeah. Because also by then it gets into, like, their later stuff, and I've never listened to their later stuff before. Yeah. Um, And I was kind of more interested in revisiting the older songs. I was still interested in listening to the new stuff, and I did that as well. But I was more like, let's do a throwback. I think the only newer song that I listened to was off of their latest album, and it was called Canada Dry, <laughs> because I was like, yeah. did they make a song about ginger ale? Like, no, but it is absolutely a reference to it. Yes. Yeah. But I was like, this that would be something that they would do, I feel, Let's make a ginger ale song. Oh, for sure. I listened to um, most of that album, not all of it. I skipped through a lot of the songs because I just didn't have time. Um, And my favorite song on that album is the very last one because it is, like, the chillest song. And I was just, like, kind of in this, like, other space. It doesn't sound like their other stuff because it's not, like, it's not a rock song. What was it called? Ballad. The Township of King. Oh, that's so nice. It's very sweet. Um, But the rest of the album... I liked some of it, and then I didn't like some of it. Yeah. Because, you know, they're trying new things. Yeah. There were a couple songs. I don't remember what they... I don't remember the name of it anymore. It might have been Looking Up. It might have been Sunshine. One of those songs, I was like, this literally sounds like every other, like, top 40 song that's on the radio right now, and I don't care. Uh. (laughs) Which is fine. Bringing it home is 100% about hockey. It could be just, like, generically be about any other sport, but it is 100% like a hockey anthem. That's about awesome. how, like, Yeah, it was kind of cool, and I'm like, oh, this is going to play at the next Olympics, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of it was, like, kind of just sounded like regular old bare naked ladies. Yeah. That was a thing that I encountered a lot is that if I wasn't familiar with one of their songs, uh, they all just kind of started sounding the same. Mm, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, however, I was also surprised with the amount of songs that I was familiar with of theirs. I went through the same thing because I was listening to that playlist mm-hmm. and... Uh, 
you know, earlier on in the week, I was trying to think of bare naked lady songs, and I was like, I can only think of one week, and if I had a million dollars, and I just couldn't think of anything else. As soon as I started listening to the playlist, I was like, oh, I know all of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> wild. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sometimes you hear songs repeatedly and repeatedly, and you never learn the title of it or the artist. And that was happening to me 100%. Yep. I agree. Um, And honestly, like... It was strange because I would listen to the song. I would know, like, the words and the melody, be able to sing along. And I'm like, obviously, this is Bare Naked Ladies. But it's like, I guess their song titles in some of them aren't quite as apparent. I don't know. Yeah. I, no. was, having, I was having for a some of, of For some of them, experience. yeah. Like, I... <laughs> like, I forgot that... Pinch Me was called Pinch Me because mm. I was looking at it on the list and I was like, nah, I don't know that song. And then it started playing and I was like, oh, yeah, I know this song. <laughs> I know like all the words to this song. Yeah. Um, most of the others are like relatively clear. Not all of them, but a lot of them. I don't know. I Because normally I'm pretty good at like sussing out the title of a song, but. At least it's no Fall Out Boy. <laughs> you can never learn the titles to their songs not no. the earlier stuff it's no, impossible definitely not i used to pride myself on the fact that i knew the titles to all of their songs <laughs> back when i was like 13 and they had 20 word song titles what a time that was a good time that was a weird time <laughs> um what were your thoughts about bare naked ladies this time around uh like surprising number one just that i knew and remembered so much more than i anticipated yeah um and i i fell into like a happy little groove when i was rediscovering this um because i had just totally forgotten and i wasn't anticipating to remember this much and then all these songs came on and I knew them all. And I was just like, hell yeah. And I'm like doing dishes and I'm just like dancing around. I'm like, this is a great time. Um, I am glad that I listened to their m- latest album. Yeah. Which is from like two years ago now, I think. Yeah. Um, But it didn't give me the same feeling. Right. Which is fair. Because yeah. there's so much history with all of their old songs yeah and you've been there are songs that you've heard like since you had ears basically (laughs) and (laughs) i don't know it's just like it's it's so weird and so good yeah there's definitely like a lot of nostalgia like wrapped up in their songs for me Mm -hmm. it was a good feeling yeah I had a good time. Yeah. And I was, like, I was pleasantly surprised. I, like I said, I never, like, I never got into them, and I never, like, actively listened to them. Yeah. But I like so many of their songs, and now I'm like, why didn't I really listen to them? Yeah. I think their harmonies are so beautiful, and... Oh, they're so good. The musicality is really, like, interesting, too, um, because it's not just like their lyrics and melodies that I find to be memorable, but also like I don't know, like drum beats and guitar riffs and stuff like that. Um, it's almost too bad that like some of their bigger hits are songs like One Week and If I Had a Million Dollars, because that doesn't. It's not it their best. showcase. Yeah, it doesn't showcase, like, how talented they are as vocalists. Yes. They're all good singers. So good. They got some dope harmonies. Paul McCartney, motherfucking Sir Paul McCartney, <laughs> like, complimented their harmonies and 
I was reading this from an interview that he had from, I mean, it was a number of years ago now, but they were just like, they asked him, what music are you listening to right now? And he was like, I really like the Bare Naked Ladies. I think it's some of the best music that's out there. <laughs> and they have great harmonies and they have better harmonies than we did. The Beatles. I'm like, shit, yeah. dude. That's I, some high praise. That is high praise. And I do not think he's wrong. <laughs> no. Very good harmonies. Yeah. And they're all, like, they all sing lead on different songs. Yeah. That was a strange epiphany that I had this time. <laughs> oh, excuse me. This time around. <laughs> Just choking a little. Take it easy, bud. Just coughed. It's all good. Okay. Um, My swampy lungs. Mmm, <laughs> swamp lungs. Yes. Um, Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, that was a, a like weird epiphany that I had this time around because the couple of lead singers that there are, I don't know their names, but um, their voices are very like different from one another. They don't sound the same. But no. I never put the two and two together that there's like two guys singing. Totally, because like one of them, one of them tends to have like. Whoever sings lead on, like, The Old Apartment. Yeah. I was listening to that song again, and I was like, there is such a, not a twang, more like a lilt to this guy's voice that sounds very, like, indicative of, I don't know if this is, like, a Canadian artist thing or just, like, the time that the song was written because it was reminding me, it was giving me a lot of, like, tragically hip vibes and even, like, Alanis Morissette vibes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, is this a Canadian thing? Is this a 90s thing? <laughs> I can't. I don't really know. It's cool. It's a little bit too much sometimes, but whatever. Yeah. I felt... But that's not always the guy that's singing. No. I felt kind of, like, dumb <laughs> figuring that out. It's just like, oh, it makes sense now. Ah, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> I also learned this year that Fresca is grapefruit flavored. Oh. I don't know that I've ever had a Fresca. (laughs) When did you learn this? Like a couple months ago. Why is this related? Because I never knew. Are we just talking about like, like obvious things that yeah like I, it just made me also feel really stupid <laughs> mm, i didn't know that That's i cool. knew that it was like citrus but i didn't know what citrus it was yep maybe that's why i don't like it i have had a fresca wow that memory just came back because i was like <laughs> i've definitely had a fresca and i hated it wow but i also didn't like grapefruit juice for a really long time yeah. Ooh, maybe i like fresca now because i kind of like grapefruit now emma what have you done to me? Second impression time. Go. I gotta go. I gotta go buy a fresca <laughs> right now. Oh, uh, my God. Um, Do you remember... What were they called? What were they called? For a long time in Canada, in, like, big cities in Canada, there were little video booths that you could go to and record messages. And you could just give your opinion on things. Okay. Or you could be stupid in them. Do you remember these? And they would play them on the news, like in between the news shows. Kinda. It might have been it might have been on City. It might have been City TV. Yes. It might have been it might have been CTV. Okay. I think it was CTV actually. Do you not know what I'm talking about? No, it's like tickling my brain a little. Like I feel like I know, but I There was one in Nanaimo. Downtown? Yeah, not anymore. Huh. But there was one. Okay. Anyway, I don't remember what they were called. <laughs> I do know that also, like, early, early in their career, I think maybe we're talking, like, the yellow tape days. Yeah. Um, The Bare Naked Ladies went to one of those booths in Toronto and recorded one of their songs. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it got play on TV. And that also, like, you know, built up some fan base for them that's so cool yeah i am what really the imp- fuck were those things called i don't know 
I am really impressed with their, uh, like, how quickly they were to embrace, like, social media sort of platforms and the internet in terms of, like, reaching out to their fan base. Um, yeah, I, like I didn't know about this either. About it today and, you know, in the early 2000s even, before these things got super popular, they were, like, online and they had a website and they... Um, did all of these things. And yeah. I they were getting think, into the tech. Yeah, like, um, and they've always just kind of seemed like a very, like, tech-forward group. I think they literally won an award for that. Good. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know exactly what it was for, but they've won a bunch of awards, and I think one of them was about something that they were doing with their like tech-based kind of outreach it might have been for like a pr thing that they did on floppy drives like floppy disks i found it yes they earned a much music video award (laughs) oh cool that's awesome (laughs) yes um it says they were among the early adopters of computers for promotion when they released an interactive press kit on a floppy disk that's what it was. That's very cool. Yes. It's very nerdy. It's super nerdy. I get the feeling that these guys are big nerds. They did write the theme song for Big Bang Theory. Yes. And they also did a collab with that astronaut Chris Hadfield in 2013. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was one of the things that I completely forgot about when I was like, what has Bare Naked Ladies done? recently yeah at all and i read about that and i was like oh yeah i saw that that was absolutely a thing totally it was a very cool thing totally chris hadfield is a cool astronaut he is a cool dude i love him what a guy i follow him on twitter i think i think instagram too (laughs) (laughs) he's on instagram yeah oh dang colonel chris hadfield oh dang gotta go give him a follow Sometimes he'll post, like, old space pics that he has. Yeah. He'll be like, this is the Earth from however far away. Isn't it neat? And I'm like, yeah, it is neat. Thanks, Chris Hadfield. I think that um, one of the coolest things that they did in their career was only, like, just over a decade ago when they founded the Canadian Music Creators Coalition. Yes. Very cool and very important. Super important. Um, It was kind of created, for those of you who don't know, in response to just, like, Canadian intellectual law that wasn't protecting artists enough at the time. And so they just, like, fucking took it upon themselves to find some support and do something about it. I think that it was also, um, I think they were advocating for, like, better relationships between artists and fans because i think that um people were like pushing to sue fans yes for music piracy and the bare naked ladies were actually like against that is that what i read yes okay yeah because they were just like they've always been very open with their music and like yes obviously you have to pay for it but they're trying they've always tried to make like as much of their music available and easily available and readily readily available to their fans as yeah. possible. And yeah. I think that they're just more excited about people listening to music than getting paid for it. Totally. Um yeah, I think the the laws that we're trying to like that were going to be coming into fruition or trying to pass at the time, they just like weren't focusing on they were focused more on, like, the music industry as a business rather than the actual, like, musicians that were creating this stuff. Yeah. And um, obviously, like, music is just, like, a wonderful outlet for a lot of people's creativity. And, you know, it's not necessarily, like, an industry that needs to be, I don't know, controlled. Like, policed yeah 
Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. I don't know. The thing is, like, is you, if you make... If you make the stuff, like, easily available for the fans... Yeah. Then they will pay for it, and they will listen to it or watch it. And then you have things like, I was really into Game of Thrones for a very long time, and there was no way for me to watch it without having cable, and I haven't had cable for years. Yeah. And I still wanted to watch it, so I ended up watching it illegally online. (laughs) And that's just what you're going to do. If you're a rabid fan, but like I tried many times. I'm like, is there a place that I can go pay $10 a month and then I can watch Game of Thrones? I'll happily do that. Yeah. You just don't want to pay the $90 a month to have cable plus HBO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that being said, I haven't watched the last uh, two seasons of Game of Thrones. So no spoilers. <laughs> That's going to be over like immediately. <laughs> Yes. I don't know how you have avoided spoilers. I kind of haven't. I know some things that I wish that I didn't know. But at the same time, it's like, whatever, man. This The books aren't even out this far. We don't know what's going to happen. Yep. One day I'll finish the books. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I really want to finish the books. If now. Tyrion would just shut up. <laughs> about himself for one second because i'm in i'm in a dance with dragons and he just like cannot get over himself and he <laughs> is such a good character and he's so frustrating to read right now but it's such a big chunk that i'm like i can't skip this huge huge chunk but he also just won't stop he keeps repeating himself and he's just like in this weird like depressive hole right now and i'm like okay i get it you killed your dad that's really hard but can you just, like, move the story along, please? <laughs> it's a 700-page book. Uh, I hate George R. R. Martin. Yeah. God. But god damn if I don't love Game of Thrones. I <laughs> know. <laughs> the I also kind of fan. hate. I also kind of hate Game of Thrones, but it's like, at this point, I'm in too deep. Way too invested. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Good times. Um, I also found out that these guys are uh, very green. They have a lot of, like, green efforts when like it comes environmental to touring. Wise. Environment. Yeah, no, they're, <laughs> they eat a lot of spinach and their skin is gone kind of green. <laughs> they're very uh, jaundiced, but uh, green. Is it? Can you eat something enough that will turn you green? I don't think so. If you eat enough tomatoes, you'll go red. Yeah. There's a Magic School Bus episode about this. If you eat enough green things, do you go green? I don't know. Because isn't the green color from, like, chlorophyll? And Mm. it's not... I'm not a scientist, but... But... Is it not, like... It's not the same as, like, the orange pigment in carrots. Ooh, yeah, that might be it. Right, because the majority of things that are green are, like, leafy. Yeah. Mm. So mm. I think your body just, like, deals with it differently. Science. <laughs> anyway, I meant, like, environmentally friendly. <laughs> <laughs> and they try to offset the carbon emissions for all of their touring and stuff like that. And that's nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's a really important um, undertaking that we should all be doing. <laughs> and yeah. it's great to have like some, you know, role models out there. That being said, do you remember about the whole cocaine thing? I sure do. <laughs> That was probably, like, the last thing that I remembered hearing about in the news that stuck with me enough so that when we were, like, prepping for this episode and I was thinking about it and I was just like, hmm, what were the bare naked ladies up to? And I was like, well, one of them was arrested for cocaine. Uh, yeah. And then I couldn't think of anything else. And that was 10 years ago. Yeah. More I, than that. 
I remember feeling a little like not betrayed, but just like very shocked. I was just like, not the bare naked ladies. Yeah, because that would have been right at the like tail end of high school for us. Yeah. So when you were in your BNL phase. Yeah. I don't know. They just seem like such not like a wholesome band, but kind of like that, you know? Not a hundred percent wholesome. They do have a song that's called She's on Time. It's literally about having unprotected sex and the girl gets her period on time. Excellent. I have so, not listened to that one. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. No. <laughs> what album is that on? That's on one of their earlier albums. Um, and I was it was never a single, for what I'd say are obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was listening to it and I was just like, this is so funny in a terrible, terrible way. Yeah. Like, I was laughing and cringing at the same time, and I'm like, sometimes bare naked ladies are just like that. They do be like that sometimes. <laughs> you don't always think it'd be like that, but it do. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what album it was on, but it's a... You might like it. It's like... I'll check it it's out. Very, it's very, like, upbeat, kind of, like, jangly. It's fun. <laughs> in a In a shitty way. Cool. <laughs> So, yeah, they're not, like, always the most wholesome, but, yeah, they did seem like good dudes. And I remember, yeah, yeah, being kind of shocked by that. I mean, there's not, like, a lot of profanity in their songs, and, I don't know, and their melodies are just so sweet. Yeah. So, cocaine was really the last thing I was expecting. But it kind of makes sense now a little, maybe? It does. Maybe that's how he was able to rap so fast. (laughs) i don't think it was no it might have been one of that guy because it was one of the founding members yeah uh stephen page i believe yeah and it was literally like him and the other like one of the lead singers that sings the majority of their songs yeah um and yeah and then he was arrested for cocaine i think he was arrested in the states too which is rough Ooh. And Oof. then and then he left the band, like, really shortly after that. Yep. I hear it was pretty mutual that they were just like, yeah, this is happening. <laughs> it's time to split. Um, but then they had the reunion. I don't know. They had a reunion. Not show, because I think it was, like, one song on stage for the... Juno Awards. Oh, yeah. And that was the first time that, like, all five of them sang together in, over, in like, ten years. Right. I found it. She's on Time is on uh, Stunt, which is their 1998 album. Cool. I'll go give it a listen. Yeah. Do you... Did you, and do you, have a favorite (laughs) album? Um, no, I don't have a favorite album because I never, I never had a Bare Naked Ladies album. Um, like when I started listening to them was right in the heyday of like LimeWire and Napster. Oh, what a time. Yeah. So, um, I honestly just like, I think I just got their hits. Like I never really delved deep into the band. Um, right. There was a couple like lesser known hits that I listened to, but they were still like singles in some some way. Right. Right. Yeah. They had like been released. Yeah. On their own. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense because those would be the ones that like the majority of people have files for. Yeah. For file sharing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about file sharing in a long time. Um, yeah, so I guess if I had to pick, like, a favorite album, um, the one that, like, sticks out in my mind, um, it, because of its, like, album artwork, is an older one, and it is called, <laughs> let me, <laughs> you gotta scroll through all those live no. albums. Oh, actually, oh. it is Stunt. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the weird, like, it looks like a 
crappy collage yeah bunch of photos cut out of a magazine and glued together yeah and um i think on that album like were most of the songs that i was listening to oh that's the one that one week is on so yeah pretty pretty high quality bnl if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah that one and then i guess maroon like those are the two that i would have listened to the most but i haven't oh, yeah, just like one. sat down and listened to an album all the way through yeah 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 what about you um like i guess maroon but <laughs> but again i there are probably songs on here that i either have never heard or i haven't heard in a really really long time I've probably listened to Born on a Pirate Ship all the way through a couple times because physically own the CD. Right. So it was probably in the rotation sometimes. Oh, definitely. And The Old Apartment is on that one. And that's a good song. That's a great song. And Shoebox. Do you remember Shoebox? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Not by name. I I think it's one of the songs that... uh, you would know it if you heard it. Yeah. Because it's like, in my shoebox, shoebox of lies. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then that with the harmonies. Yeah, you'd know it. Okay. It was in a Friends episode. You'd know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go give it a listen, too. Okay. Uh, good times. Good times. Good times with BNL. Okay, let's wrap things We're up. We're still going. Now. It's time. Oh yeah. Okay. No, they last thing. Yeah. Literally last thing because they are literally still going. They're going on tour this summer with Wait for It, Hootie and the Blowfish. No. Yeah. Like later this month, actually, they might be on tour when this episode comes out. I would go to that concert. That would be a sick concert because. <laughs> Like, no, I never had, I never technically had a BNL phase, but I definitely had a hootie phase. Yeah. Oh Fucking love the blowfish. What a show. Oh. Uh, that'd be such a good show. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and hootie and the blowfish, blowfish haven't done anything for years. Yeah. So, like, Fuck. this is great. This is good God, news. Their voices hootie. are amazing, too. I know. Oh my god. Oh, okay, we can't. We can't even get into this now. But <laughs> you deserve to know. The people need to know. The people must know. <laughs> Wrap up time. Yeah. Time for our rubric. There's not a funny one this year. This year. <laughs> this time. This week. <laughs> oh boy, it's getting late. Um, fun factor. Uh, like, I had a moderate amount of fun. Didn't have, like, crazy amount of fun. Sure. It was, like, it was kind of nice, um, revisiting some of the songs that I haven't heard in a really long time. Uh, I would give it a seven weeks out of ten. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think that's a pretty fair assessment. I, I was, like, pleasantly surprised that my brain had like retained yes so many of their songs yeah so that was a nice i don't know it's like when you it felt like when you get to a to a hotel and the and the comforter is just like so fluffy and the bed is so nice and you just like you flop back into it yeah and you're just like ah yes it's like ultimate comfort zone it's not yeah it's like very comfortable but also not you're not at home? Yes. Comfort- comfortable but not comfortable? Yeah. Okay. It was great. That makes sense. It was great is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I like that analogy. <laughs> it's not your bed, but it's still very comfortable. Yeah. Um, and then exploring the, the new music was a bit more of a chore. Um, yeah. And it wasn't like personally all of like the kind of stuff that I like. Um, so yeah, seven overall. Yeah. Cool. It's very fair. Yeah. So was it worth was it? Was it worth it? Totally. Yeah. I think it was I think it was definitely worth it. I think that they are 
a like strangely highly rated band in terms of like their accomplishments and their achievements, but they have just been like kind of forgotten about now. Yeah, you forget why they're as big of a deal as they are. Yeah, like they fucking deserve it. They did the <laughs> damn thing. <laughs> they did lots of damn things. And I honestly, I think that it's worth it for everyone to like kind of go have a second impression and just revisit the Bare Naked Ladies just a little. Just listen to like five Some... songs they used to listen to. And try and, and tell not me one week. don't like it. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, don't listen to one week. Everybody listen to listen to five songs that are not one week. Yes, and uh, tell us what you think because I, they're they're better than one week is a great song, but they are also better than that. What is your favorite BNL song? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I need to look. Let me look. Let me look. Um, God, it's all been done. It's such a jam. Yeah. Like every time that song comes on, I got to just like shake it a little. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's so a good, good. one. And now, and now that, I've, that I've mentioned Shoebox, like that's probably going to be stuck in my head for a while. Yeah. So Shoebox is also a good song. Yeah. Um, totally 100% forgot about another postcard. Yes. And then that's also a really good song. Yes. And then um, I feel bad for harping on the old hits, but uh, Brian Wilson is like Classic. one of their oldest songs and it rips. Yeah. It does rip. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What about you? Um, I think just like my go-to Bare Naked Ladies song is It's All Been Done. Um Yeah. That one is just like a bop. It's so good. Um, Very good. If I want something like a little chill, then um, I really like listening to Pinch Me. Mm -hmm. So good. Um, But honestly, I think my favorite song in terms of their harmonies is Jane. So beautiful. That's a good song. Yes. So beautiful. Yes. (gasps) <gasps> yes piano <laughs> so would you Good. do it again yeah of course yeah the whole like listen to the the this is bare naked ladies playlist on spotify because it's huge yes so i'm probably gonna revisit that like a few more times this week because i had a great time yeah i definitely added a lot of the songs on there to like some of my playlists on Spotify. Nice. Um, some of like my stuff that caters more to like that 90s vibe. For sure. Yeah. But I am, I'm kind of happy that we did this because I f- like, honestly, I forgot how much I used to listen to these guys. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And now we're going to go see it's a good them time. with Hootie and the Blowfish, right? Man, like, can we? Are they coming <laughs> this close? I gotta find out real quick. Oh. Uh, you know, I think they are opening for Hootie and the Bluefish, so I think it's a mainly U.S. tour. Dang it. So I don't think... Dang it. ...that they're gonna come to Canada. Oh, there's one. There's a show in Toronto. Obviously. Kind of far away from us. And... That's the only Canadian date that I could see. Boo. Is there a Seattle date? Seattle's close. Seattle is close. Nope. Great. Well, if any of our listeners are close to wherever they're touring, go to the show and let us live vicariously through you. Yes, please. But also, knowing Bare Naked Ladies, maybe they'll put out the live recording of the shows. Probably. And then we can just pretend that we're there. Okay. All right. Uh, so what about you dear listener what is your favorite bnl song is it one week it better not be (laughs) it can be it's a good song it's great i mean 94 million listens don't lie 
Yeah. Uh, but you can let us know. We're on Twitter at Impressions Pod. Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Second Impressions Podcast. And if you have suggestions for future episodes, you can email those to Second Impressions Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to Keegan for our artwork. And thanks to Travis for the music. And thanks to Bare Naked Ladies for the music. Thanks, guys. Um, and thanks to all of you for listening. My name's Danica. My name's Emma. Uh, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Podcasts. And you can also give us a follow on Spotify. You almost didn't get through that. You know, I forgot about the platform. I forgot what platforms we were on. <laughs> That's okay. But, you know, you I it happens every week and it shouldn't because we record this every week. Yeah. It has been... One week it's since the last been... episode. <laughs> Man, I wanted to work that joke in smoother, but it just didn't happen. I know. <laughs> we tried. Ah, whatever. Fuck I it. heard you go. Bye. On the floor. <laughs>